You're definitely watching Talking Schmidt on a new year, 2021. Feliz Año Nuevo, compas. Todo el mundo, wait. And we are back. Caught you looking for the same thing. I'm back. Just got back today. Back on the block. Back in time. Back in the days. Been on back to the basics. You know you like that. Back, 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 back. Thank you. Thank you very much. Back from a very minimal hiatus, I'm Schmitty and this is Talking Schmidt. Episode 101 kicks us into year three of our show and today we're going to revisit one of my best bros, Alex Horn, aka Cranny. I have done miles galore, laughs even more, camped handfuls of days at the EOA and skated many holes across the US of A. Oh yeah, and here's a fun fact. In the history of life itself, how many people, if not many, maybe just us, have filled 10 gallons of mayonnaise into a TV and blew it up with a half a stick of dynamite? Thanks everyone for all the warm wishes over the holidays and beginning of this new year. As always, gonna keep the glass half full, Try my best to spread positivity and laugh off anything I can. Thanks also for all you people that bought merchandise. For you and your friends over the holidays, help support the show. We still have some sizes in most of the shirts. Beanies are almost always in stock. And we got those mugs, hats, stickers, working on some new ideas. Anyway, I hope to have another great year of guests for you and might skip some weeks to give myself a little less chaos throughout, but I promise not to go full Howard Stern on you with a constant vacation. Okay, let's start out February with a little Jeremy Rogers and then get to my first guest of 2021. Fuck. Excuse my language. Nobody gives a fuck about your fucking language. You just influenced somebody. Hi, right, this is Cranny, Alex Horn. You're watching Talking Schmidt, episode 101. Happy motherfucking New Year. It's cool, like tonight is the night. Here we go again. Just give it the old cause turn, isn't it? Uh, big dogs in. Schmitty. 96 times, Schmitty. Thanks, Schmitty. We on? Schmitty. Talking Schmidt. That's called going to the hospital, bitch. I can <laughs> shit my pants. Your Rolodex is fucking deep. It's about the one, the one, the one. Who is this guy who thinks he's tough shit? What's up? We're tastemakers. Come on, Smitty, what the fuck? Let's hear it for Greg Smith. Yeah! Hello, everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, are you guys ready for fucking my next guest or what? 2021, son back caught him looking for the same thing it's a new thing check out this that brings next to the base <laughs> okay now we're gonna have to spend an hour figuring out the audio hi hola como estas 
Todo chido, güey. ¿Usted cómo andas, mi Greg? Mucho cafeín, güey. La cafecito. A huevo. ¿Sabes qué? A huevo. De cafecito, de El turo de, de mundo. Pues, I need one of those. I know the first dude on that list. Number one and number 101 happen to be the same guy. Same guy. <laughs> hey, so like, the light keeps going like on and off. When I go back, it's different. Is it better if I sit like this or this? I think disco. This? Just have it. Strobe light's kind of rad, actually. Are you, are you filming right now? No, but sure, yeah. What I have choices. I have lots of hats and then... Because I have lots of hat. Look, I wear a hat backwards these days when I sort of to protect my head. You I'm should fun. do it like the REM video where you just keep taking something off and there's something else under it. Ah, should I wear this shirt? Because I got double skate work. I got skate work sweatshirt. Huge. Skate work. Where you at, Pacific Drive? Where you at, PD? Where you at, Jason Cardi? North <laughs> Hello. Oh, hell yeah. Carney's the shit. Should I go white? Yeah. Or should I go? Which one's going to show off your pectorals the best? <laughs> True or false, Warriors have won three in a row. Uh, duh. True or false, fucking Stephon Curry shot like 103 pointers in a row. Uh huh. Same day I put out the blue and yellow talking Schmidt shirts. These ones? Yeah. Huge. Huge. <laughs> oh, you see my drink. <laughs> you saw my drink right there. Like, whoop, whoop, whoop. That's okay. This isn't the barracks, dude. You can drink on the show. Oh, my friend! I haven't really been drinking that much uh, hard tang of off the tequila, off the margaritas. My wife and I are, and we're just drinking a little bit of wine here and there. I'm RTG. Okay. Hello, hello, 2021. I'm back like a rebel making trouble. I'm an assassin kicking ass on the double. You missed your talking Schmidt experience? Here we go. Same old podcast, new year. I made a promise to an old friend that he would get a rebate for being my first guest. So with him being who he is, and especially with him being in another country, it's been a little difficult lining it all up. But I think today, if all goes, you know, the stars are aligned, the moon is not full, and uh, the tequila is maybe not in abundance we're gonna get this rolling that's probably the longest winded intro i've ever done but well worth it for my bro let's hear it for alexander scott horn the cranman <laughs> what oh by the way in vivo de mexico punta mita punta de mita higuera blanca yes basically the Punta Mita realm, but I live like about eight minutes up to the north of Punta de Mita in a town called Higuera Blanca, the white fig tree. Oh, shit. Okay. Well, how's it all How's it all hanging? Oh, man. Ah, fuck. I can't complain. I'm really super stoked. My wife, Christy, and I moved down here. I mean, last time, well, that, that was last Christmas we did that? The first oh, 2019. One? Yeah, two years. Yeah, fuck. Um, we ended up moving down here full time from New York uh, about six months ago. My wife still has all her stuff going in New York, so we're stoked. We, we pop back and forth and go to work and stuff like that. But it's good, man. You know, um, beautiful weather right now. It's like the perfect time of the year to be here. It's not hot, not humid. It's just uh, 
always chilling. Ceviche, sashimi. What did you guys do for New Year's? Uh, man. So we're doing this podcast from my house, um, from our house. And we just started renting it, actually, the Airbnb. Oh. Like, never. We were, like, we always said, like, forever, like, oh, no, we're not doing that for the, last, for the first couple of years. We're like, nah, hell no. We love this place too much. We don't want anybody to fuck it up. You know what I mean? Um, and then we just kind of were talking to our, one of our neighbors, and he's just kind of broke down some stuff and how beneficial it might be to, as an income, you know? So we just kind of started giving it a chance. So basically, long story boring, we ended up going, we rented our place for, for New Year's and most of Christmas. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, we ended up, that's like the highest time to rent your spot. So we did that and we ended up going to Puerto Vallarta for, for about a week. And we never really go down there, you know what I mean? Because it's city light, there's a lot of COVID going on. So we kind of just bubbled ourselves in with our little apartment, had like an open air, two-story apartment overlooking the ocean. Super sick, man. Just kicked it, um, played killer, listened to like, just watched fireworks and kind of, you know, ate, ate good food. Dude, I forgot about killer. Oh man, Strubing and I, well, so Strubing was just down here. That's when we were supposed to do our, our, our pod and I blew it. I want to kind of get a double dabber. Strubing, well, Wes was supposed to come. He couldn't pull through, but Strubing ended up changing his ticket twice <laughs> and, uh, and staying down here for like three fucking weeks. He's like the best roommate ever too. Like motherfuckers doing dishes every day, hooking up fucking, just, just really was the G, you know? And I mean, I'm not kidding you. We probably played... 1500 games of killer minimum like there was one night we were fucked up we played like seriously seven hours straight of killer just like going nuts man so can you explain killer to somebody that doesn't know what it is oh yeah it's the best fucking card game out ever known it's fun as shit it's basically uh you know me explaining shit's gonna be rough and really long-winded but um i like this yeah uh, it's just like you do shit in runs basically like two is the high two is the base of the high card which is and which is the one you want to have any two and it goes in order from um spade heart club diamond is the order and you can do any runs but three and more three or more or pairs three of a kind all that shit. you can utilize any of it and it doesn't have to be in certain um sequence i'm done sequence See, I'm, I'm smart Right now, we might have to dial a friend. We might have to call up Nuge and get the real explanation. Oh, please, dude. <laughs> Yo, what up? I'm here to give you the fucking quick breakdown of how the game Killer is played, a.k.a. Killer! A.k.a. 13. All right starts out you get 13 cards each so that means only four people can play because there's only 52 fucking cards got it all right all the cards are normal three to ace are normal two is the high card and then the suits matter as well so the suits have ranking spades being lowest hearts clubs diamonds being highest so pretty much you just got to beat whatever the fucking first person lays down it starts with the three of spades whoever has the three of spades goes first after that, it's pretty easy. So first person plays, say, two threes. Next person going circle clockwise has to beat two threes. Two fours, two fives, two jacks, whatever the fuck. Just higher. And then it goes in a circle until 
either the person doesn't want to go or can't go. If he doesn't want to go and he can, he can beat it, but if he doesn't want to go, he can just knock and then it goes to the next guy. Next guy goes in a circle until it can't go. And if whoever wins that round gets to start the new round with whatever they want. Straights, pairs, triples, just singles if you have to. You want to get rid of your low shit first just to, you don't, you don't want to be stuck with the fucking, you know, low cards. You want to have, you want to finish strong. And why it's called killer is the only thing that could beat a two is a killer. Now that is a four of a kind or a three card straight that's paired say three three four four five five so obviously the two of diamonds is the highest card in the whole deck so if you lay a two of diamonds down the only thing that can beat that is a killer and then a killer can be killed as well though with a higher killer and then once you fucking run out of cards whoever gets rid of the cards first wins that's first place winner now if you're playing in a group of like you know there's fucking eight of you and they're sitting around everybody wants to play only four people can play last place losers out next person's in and that's the fucking game. Nuge is the shit, man. I've had some of the best games ever with Nuge and like on early um, wheel trips. That Me I too. That on one OJ guys. trip we went on, it was all killers the whole time. What's OJ? Uh, that, I don't know. Killer. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, no, those are those are great times. I gotta say, I'm not a hater. Dude, that one, yeah, the Vegas one. That was like, you have like three dudes, like two beds, like four three different teams going on and everyone is trying to get back in the game like it's fucking addicting man it's a really dope game i love it if you don't know about it out there the 18 to 90 people listening to me uh fucking google how to play killer it's really fun no our, our ratings went up to triple digit or we got like 105 listeners now <laughs> the amount of listeners you get from me is gonna be about a tenth of anybody else so that's why i said that number Oh, I miss you, my friend. I miss you big time. Hey, did uh, Mark Red Scott label your house the Cranchin? I guess so. I fucking, I think I heard that from you, actually. He's like, Schmitty, we gotta go down to the Cranchin. I was like, holy shit, that rules. That was a good one. My nickname can like meld with so many other words. I like, I like that. Thank you, Neil Blender. Thanks for that nickname. Yeah, I wanted to started out with Mexican radio. I feel a hot wind on my shoulder and the touch of the world that is older. I turn the switch and the number I leave it on when in bed I slumber I hear the rhythms of the music about the product that never use it I hear the talking of the DJ I'm going all right I'm fucking loving that one let's get into skateboarding though let's get into the early early days of cranny compelo when he had hair and varnay glasses, he uh, swam in the ocean with dolphins, and he skimboarded with Blender on Wednesdays at three fifteen. <laughs> <What was, clears throat> no, but well, really, like, what was your first skateboard? How how did you get into skateboarding? You kind of were a little bit of a late bloomer. You were surfing first, right? Absolutely. 
way late blooming. I mean, to be honest, fuck, man. Like, it's so, uh, was the surfer, I had a skateboard, that type of shit. Really, I did grow up just surfing. I think, I mean, I had a, I had a banana board, you know, like GTs, Grand Techs, like early on, you know, like just pushing on my knees down the fucking street. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was more focused on the ocean. You know, I grew up in Pacific Beach, California, San Diego, and um, like about six blocks from the beach, I was fortunate enough to fucking have that, you know? So thank you. Um, but I ended up like starting like boogie board, you know what I mean? Like everyone, all the kids around there, did you start boogie boarding because your parents won't let you ride a, or at least mine didn't, um, a hard board before you, I was like six years old, seven, eight, you know what I mean? That, those ages, mm-hmm. I think, and like, so many boards got ran over by car or like stolen and leave out or, or whatever, you know, like crappy little plastic boards that you don't do shit on. I'm not trying to learn tricks or none of that. Mm-hmm. And I, I would say that's like um, probably somewhere around 86, 87, 88. Okay. Yeah, around 88. I would say I got 87, maybe shit. When did that fucking Tony Hawk is so dumb to say I actually had a Lance mountain bonite. My first real board. Sorry, I'm tangenting. My first real board was different than my first board, like everybody's. You know, my parents took me to Toys R Us. I remember it was a fly board, like where they sold the Veriflex and the, the kamikazes and all that type of shit. I had a, a, a fly board made of like fiberglass or some or some type of material and it melted in the back of my mom's Pinto. She had a brown <laughs> 79 Pinto. I forgot what year it was, but Damn. it melted. It melted. It <laughs> San Diego Sports Arena. Oh, that sucked. And then I got a kamikaze because it was made of wood and it was cheap as shit. Um, and the first real one was a Lance Mountain? And then my first real one was a Lance Mountain Bonite <laughs> Mini. And then I got a fucking Tony Hawk with fucking Airwalk shoes, I remember. And I was in third grade, actually. So that would have been, I don't know, 87, I think. Uh-huh. And uh, um, I got a pair of Airwalks. I don't see. I didn't. I wasn't like a skater, skater. I didn't know the names of any shit. I didn't look at mags really or none of that. I didn't know the name of the airwalks. All I knew is it was terrible looking, and it had like a a flap that went over the fucking shoelaces. <laughs> I cut them off. I cut those right off. Right, I remember those. But so, yeah. was there a friend or was there a reason or something that drew you to skating? No, I mean honestly, no. Just like I think it was just. Being in that area, PB at the time, and it's um, natural. It's natural. They had the the GNS skate shop on Pacific Beach Drive and Mission Boulevard, like two blocks from where Pacific Drive is now. Greg used and to be Cheryl? the um, GNS shop. What's that? Is GNS Greg and Cheryl? Gordon and Smith, you oh. motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> you got that. That was good. That was good. That was good. Yeah. So it just was always there, right? And then. Um, to be honest, there wasn't like one person who like turned me on to skateboarding. Really, it was like my neighbor, my 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 best friend on my block, Steve Richter, skated, and then this guy Dylan Wright around the corner from me, about a block and a half away. His parents they had it going; they were like on it, and they were cool as shit, like with letting him like hooking him up with stuff. So he had a half pipe in his backyard, and the fucking thing was kind of gnarly. It was like a mini vert ramp. Now that I'm looking back at it, it was probably like seven and a half feet tall. Yeah, plywood, and um. I would ride that. I remember riding that board on one of his boards, the Corey O'Brien with the, it's the 1990 boys. Let's get over the skeletons or whatever. That, that skeleton <laughs> board. Uh, I love that I shit. I remember that. That's, 
that really I was I didn't have any like major influences of of skateboarding um when I was at Grom to start skating you know what I mean I didn't know shit I actually to be honest my first real memory of seeing a vert ramp and seeing skating in the 80s it was guaranteed mid 80s like probably 86 80 maybe mid to late 86 87 and my parents let me go off the block to Moonlight Drive or I think that was the name of it and it was like about six blocks away and it was the first time I saw like semi hash dudes like surf hashes they're like wearing jean shorts topless smoking herb and drinking like Budweiser like slap I mean just Budweiser's and like herb and I got I got shook you know what I mean I was like in second third grade and I was like he's smoking drugs and drinking beers and, like, and there's this big ass vert ramp in someone's yard I remember um that fucked me up like oh my god that thing is you can ride that thing I just, I just didn't get, I just didn't understand like that was even a, a possibility to do. But I stuck to surfing basically. I, I would just like that. One. I had my skateboard, but I was really into fucking surfing like my whole life. Still am. And like down there, there the waves were good enough. More days than they like. It's not like here where it's not that good a lot of times. So like you can surf more often, yeah. Yeah, I think in San Diego, it's definitely. There's more swell. I mean, I don't know about more swell, but it's friendlier to get in the water than it is in Northern California, especially the cold last water, the, the, the heavy waves and sharks and shit like that. Yeah. And there's less, there's more spots for sure along our coastline right down there. There's, I mean, there's just endless surf breaks, you know, like within a 45 minute north or south drive, like there's so much. There's also nowadays so many more surfers. That's the issue. True or false, first time I ever got up on a surfboard, Mission Beach. <laughs> True. <laughs> boom, boom. Was that Mission yeah. Beach? Yeah. What? Was that Mission Beach? That was in Kim. No, no, that was, it, that was PB where I grew up actually on the beach serving my whole fucking life. That was Chow Sydney Street in front of the fucking hotel. That's where I just lay on the sand. Like my, my parents would take me down there as a grom, as a little ass baby. I would be running all over the place. And that beach right there where you got up is where I surfed every summer, all summer, hung out, barbecued and shit, bonfire with my friends and shit like that. It was fucking absolute hell. <laughs> so sick. Who, how did, like, how did the first hookup go? Who was the first person to hook you up? Skateboarding? Yeah. Obviously not serving. I fucking suck at that shit. I can never get hooked <laughs> up with that. Uh, oh, man, this is trippy. Well, it's kind of like a two-pack, to be honest, man. And this is rad because Justin Strubing rode for this company, which is so fucking I was I listened to his podcast recently, and I, and it fucking, I was like stoked. Like, oh, yeah. Gosh, Strubes was a mainstay, a main part of this company. So, like I said, I didn't – skateboarding, I didn't – the shit fell into my lap. I didn't fucking know. Sh I was just – literally working three jobs at the time and going out with this girl and she broke my heart or whatever. It's like the first, I was 21 years old and fucking, uh, I was working at Pacific drive. I was like managing that shop with Kong Ling, the fucking man from Baker bootleg, the very first one. Uh -huh. What a great fucking guy. If anybody doesn't know Kong Ling, he's the shit and watch Baker bootleg, their very first fucking, uh, VHS they ever put out. He's got a part in it with tune. Sick. Anyways, Kong and I were uh, managing Pacific Drive, and then I was working at a coffee shop like four blocks away. So I'd like I'd wake up at like 5 a.m., open the shop, the coffee shop, then go open Pacific Drive, work 
all day until like six or I'd leave about an hour early because I had to go start blessing tables and doing back waiting at this place called Lamont Street Grill. So I was working three jobs at the time, just trying to haul ass and save bread. So I wanted to like go to Europe, but long story fucking boring. Um, I was skating OB a lot with like, um, Navarrete was there all the time. I've known, I've known him since I was in high school, but Navarrete, Hits, Hewitt, Parts, Al Partnin, um, and that's, everyone was there at that time. It was like Osiris time. So it was like Tyrone Olsen would be there all the time. And like all these dudes you'd see, in, like Steve Rodriguez, or I don't know what his name was, to be honest, but all these dudes you'd see in the videos were skating OB at the time. Um, and who else was there all the time was Joe Tucker, a.k.a. Dorian Tucker. No way. Of Scarecrow. And yeah, and I like hit it off with him because we were both San Diego guys, you know, and he was older than me and whatever like super nice guy you know and um i was skating there every day casper oh i saw him a handful of times all the time actually shit all the time Mm -hmm. this is like 90s you know so this is like actually this is this was 1998 or nine i think nine actually 99 98 98 99 whatever um and he was riding at the time dorian was riding for adrenaline which is why I brought the oh, Strubing thing up. Okay. Because, yeah, but I think it was the tail end. Maybe <clears throat> Strubing was gone. It was the very end of Adrenaline, I believe. Toad. Anthony Antonius Dincho. It's the Schmidt eating grin. Yes, Toad. Chris Jaya Bondaroff, Mike Manzuri, John Miner, Brian <laughs> Gaberman. Jesus Christ! Jaya. Wisconsin Pass, cabron. Fucking. So anyways, Dorian, this is so fucked up. Like, I can't, I'm like sitting there like, one day, just skating the bowl or whatever by myself. And he's like, hey, where are you from? What's your name? I'm like, I'm Alex. I'm, I'm from here. He's like, you're from San Diego? Like, you, don't skate, you don't skate like it. Because at the time, there wasn't really like, I mean, all the, at the time, there wasn't too many like dudes, kids or whatever, riding bowls and whatever the fuck there were, but not too many, you know, uh-huh. I guess. I could be wrong, but he just was like, oh, really? Okay, fuck, man. Like, I'm doing this thing right now. I'm doing this thing called skateboarding.com. Um, and I'm, we're doing like trick tips, like and stuff. Like, do you want to do it? Like, how to drop in? Or, you know, how to drop in? How to do a frontside tail slide revert? Or you know, how to do a, a feeble grind in the spine or whatever the fuck it was? Do you remember skateboarding.com? Yeah, that was the first shit that I remember. So I was like, dot com. Wait, what the fuck is this? Like, the interweb? I had no fucking clue what was going on. But right. I said, yeah, sure. So I did that with him. And then through that time, I was like, skate. we were just filming stuff. So he was like, hey, I want to hook you up with adrenaline. Um, but then he like, I think he like reached out and like people were like, nah. And so he's like, okay, I don't think I can get you on, but I'll give you stuff out of my boxes, which is like something that I would do to this day. You know, I did this shit for Winkowski. I did that shit for, I do, I still to this day, even though I'm not sponsored no more, it's dried up. I just will give my last thing away. You know, I don't care. Mm. So he did that for me. And I was like, wow, what a nice guy. A week later, I tore my fucking ACL at the same fucking spot um, following Peter Hewitt around this fucking shit. And I, so that sponsorship pretty much was a wrap at that point. Uh-huh. Um, so why I said dual, I'll try to wrap this up. Uh, dual is because that spawned me to just work my ass off, save money. And I, I moved to Europe for like nine months by myself. I, I took Spanish in, in Barcelona in the, in the Basque country too. Um, San Sebastian, and then Ibon Marino. I, I was going. Oh, that feel! I was going. Um, 
I was going out with a girl from Sweden at the time. So I stayed like four months with her and her family in Stockholm. And then I traveled Europe for like six, seven months, like seven months. Uh, when I came back, I just wanted to just, uh, my knee was better. I had gotten, I was better. All I wanted to do was fucking skate five to 18 times a day. You know, like that's all I wanted to do. Like, think of a fuck. So I went back to work at the fucking, at the coffee shop. Started driving trucks around for them, picking up like the groceries and shit around San Diego. And then, um, and then I had known a guy named Aaron Scott, fourth generation Z boy, gangster, uh, business guy, and a human being, gangster human, a re really amazing. I love Aaron. Big love, Aaron Scott. Drummer of Shed. Everything you did, the drummer of Shed. <laughs> Um, and Jimmy Acosta, those two guys, but Jimmy Acosta is the fucking shit style master galore. Mm. OG San Diego fixture legend. Fucking love you, Jimmy Acosta. And then, um, so Aaron Scott, basically he would like hit me up. I was working at Pacific drive still. Oh no. Yeah. Still I was working at Pacific drive at that time. Actually. So my, my stories have been a little mixed, but I'm burnt. So a while ago, Aaron basically was like, Hey, you should fucking ride for Z. You know, you should ride for fucking Z. And I was like, ride? Fuck, really? I don't know. And uh, so that was basically, it was basically adrenaline that never happened. So my first real hookup was Z, dude, Z Boys. And, oh, and at the time, it was only me, Aaron, Jimmy Acosta, and like Butch Sturbins was still involved. And uh, Danny, I'm not sure if Danny Pena was, but basically Chris and Ethel, the owners from Venice, were sending us pallets of fucking uncut, undrilled boards. And we just drilled every hole. I mean, my, imagine me drilling fucking holes, dude. They're like, <laughs> and then like, so we made our own shape, drill our own holes, and paint our own graphics and shit. And that was like my first hookup from Aaron Scott. Thank you, Aaron. I love you, and thank you for all that shit. Fifteen years later, Joe Hammocky, team manager. Shout out. <laughs> dude, all right, fun fact. Aaron Scott reached out to me. He had a, he may have offered me the TM job or offered me to ride for them. I forgot what it was, but I said basically like I can't, I can't quit basically. And I, I think I threw out Joe Hammocky to him. Aaron, if I'm wrong, correct me. But I don't know. But that rule says I've also thrown Joe Hammocky for the TM of OJ before. But those guys don't know what the fuck they're doing. So, um, anyway, put him on the yeah. booze cruise last year when. Uh, Fucking Floggy Molly played and all those. I was like, that's perfect for Hammocky. I mean, that's exactly. I've been trying to get. I've been talking with Hensley for years now about this. I really want to get on that Boost Cruise, man. Hits, dude. Hitman went on that <laughs> shit. And because, dude, that's filled with reggae stars, dude. Like, I, you know me and my reggae shit. Yeah. I fucking. Oh, dude. Come on. Red. You know me and my reggae game. Oh, shit. Damn. Did you bring all your vinyl down there? All my vinyl, almost all my skateboards, almost all my surfboards. I have some stuff here if you don't mind. Can I like implement? Like Absolutely. We have no rules here. <laughs> Whatever. I love Joe Hammocky. He's done a lot for me too. He's a solid dude. Jo Joe Hammocky said he might come on the show if we promise that he won't get fired after it airs. I don't know what <laughs> hey, that means. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. Smitty, I got three jobs. I can't fucking lose any of them. Ansel's on fucking. He's modeling, making more money than me. Ansel's supposed to be a walk-in on Matrix Five. I don't even know what I'm gonna do. 
Ansel got a Doughboy sponsorship. He's sponsored by Doughboy. Oh, big dog's in. Oh, How's shit. that? It, is that La Verde? Dude, for down here, like, oh, pretty green. Oh, yeah, it's lucky to get this rarity out down here. Kids, this is where the interview goes a little. It starts I'm to change a little I'm bit. Okay, I'll probably just, I'll just prep it for afterwards. I promise. You know me. When I start, I was like, burn. Well, let's get Not a few of the old ones out of the way before you like. So why you kind of remember? Um, I'm not gonna puff it, I promise. Okay. I might. Fuck yes. First shot in a magazine. Aside from my, my high school yearbook? Yeah, no, like a, a publication. I know Dan Z had a stale fish, but Daily I think you were in the mag before that. Oh no, I had shit long. I had shit long before that. Yeah. Is that my first thrasher shot? No, my first thrasher shot. Well, maybe like my first thrasher shot shot. I don't think that was it. Um black label ad? <laughs> No, dude, no, that definitely wasn't it. My first, I'll tell you, my first, my first thrash, my first shot ever in a mag was thanks to Aaron Scott. Again, thank you, baby, love you. Uh, Z Boy ad it was a Z Boy bearings ad. How's that? And fucking, it was a stale fish weird at Paula Pool, topless, wearing jeans, sweating my bald head off. Wait, that was first. <laughs> that was your first photo ever. Ever. Sick. It was, was it in Transworld or what mag? It's in the Bible, dude. Thrash. The thrash. Wow, dude. Sick. I got to find it. Do you remember who was on the cover? Remember in the back? Um, You know what? The, that dude, Kevin, the guy from, he owned the skate shop, and he does Look Back Library. That dude sent it to me, actually. So I'm like, hey, oh, yeah. do you know? Kevin Marks. I had a fucking, yeah, yeah. Fucking big love, Kevin. Mark. Um, He sent it to me once. And he, and he's, and he also, <laughs> he also, <laughs> Sent me the the issue it was in. So it's but you know hey you remember in the back it was in the back where those quarter pages is like a like a fucking million Colin fucking band ad and then like like whatever like there's like four separate ads and they're all little quarter pages. Oh yeah yeah, that's what I was in. I had the quarter I had a little quarter snack. It was like uh, what was the bushing company? Um, it was oh Dodos. No fuck off. I can't remember. Oh Smooth Hill. It was like Smooth Hill had one. There was four. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. What about the Hesh crew? Did you meet them right around that same time that you're talking about? You met like Pete and... Fuck, man. That's just could go forever. But anyways, high school. Like I said, I met I met Navarrete first in high school because I, when I started skating... I mean, I, like I said, I skateboard my whole life, right? But I was more into surfing. How'd you meet Darren? From, he moved to San Diego, and I'd see him around town. I'd, I'd go, he moved to PB. He moved to PB, and then he moved to Mission Beach. So I was at all the you know party house parties. There was a house called Dairy Queen House. It was really famous for San Diego heads. The DQ House. It was right um, in, off of Grand on Hornblend and Mission Boulevard. And it's like where um, these guys from like Balance Skateboards lived and Premier. I forgot the name. Jason Searcy. Jason Searcy was one. Um, Troy O'Mahony, the Dirty Aussie. Big love, Troy. Shout out. But whatever. It was just a party house where all the skaters, like Sheffy would roll up with fucking balls of Johnny Walker and <laughs> fucking Big Back the Skunk. And then Muska would come. Dude, Muska was living on my block on Thomas Street, on Thomas and Gresham with Kinta Sun. And so they'd always be at the Dairy Queen house partying. And like, dude, back in 96, 95, those times, 97, no, 95, 96, 97, like someone buys a keg of Guinness, they're like gods. Like, what? 
like Musk will just roll up to the party and buy a fucking keg of Guinness. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no worries. No Sick. big deal. I'll be like, so like basically I met, I met them just kind of cruising around PB, just seeing those guys, you know, when they, when they first moved here. And then the real thing really was like getting to see a skate with them was um, a bowl got built. A bowl got built hold on, next to my house, like about next, next, right directly next door to my friend Nacho's house. It's like a PB Vermin house. It was called the PB Ball House. Basically, it was like this guy Jesse and Cherie and um, their family, Jeff, just OG like San Diego guys. And I started skating there. So like Nabs, uh, Moeller, Hits is before I don't even know if Hits had moved here yet, but I think he did. Parts, and they, I'm not parts. Parts had never skated. He hadn't moved here yet. Actually, he's still in Milltown. He's still in Milwaukee. Hmm. So I'd see them since high school, right? All the time, all the time, all the time. And then eventually, now that see Anthony is skating vert, you know, and I wanted to learn how to vert, skate vert. I just could, couldn't even do stand up fifty fifties, you know, at the time. And um, he was gnarly. He had a broken arm. He had a broken arm at the time. I remember, but. I guess getting close with those guys it was skating OB, dude. Sorry, back to that tangent. It was like skating OB times, and they were down there, and I would, I would shoot photos of them and shit, like, because they were ripping. I still have, like, photos of film stuff of, of Navarat doing transfers and parts and shit. Um, and and I, remember, dude, I remember this specifically because how I really got in with them is I'm, like, not – I was working at Pacific Drive. Like, dude, I'm a surf guy. I didn't give a fuck about what was what. Whatever was free, I'm wearing, dude. I had no money. I was broke. <laughs> I would wear, like, PC. Um, my friend, Sean Baravetto, he does stuff for Nike now. And then my other friend, Jason Portlock, he was the surf team manager for DC. They'd give me shoes. Like, just whatever. Like, homie, I'm wearing fucking high-top Stevie Williams white and red motherfucking things. Like, I have a pair of those because they're free. And I got a pair of, like, Rick Cossack Lakai's, the first pair he ever had. And then I have, like... Some vans, Jeff Rowley's, like I was just whatever. So like I'm at Hesh Camp with Stevie Williams <laughs> shoes, <laughs> but they loved me. You know what I mean? Like whatever. Like I didn't give a fuck because I was so green to the whole scene. You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? I was just like, what? I literally would take the soles out of these. The, I think they're called like Raidens, DC Raidens, size ten and a half. I was, I'm a twelve, dude. I would wear those. Like I didn't give a fuck, man. Oh my god. So I basically met them skating Ocean Beach, and then. Long story boring, they were looking for a fucking roommate at Esh Camp, which was Pete, which is a house in Claremont, a savage house in Claremont, where, fun fact, where Shed started the band because they had a Shed out back and they jam in the Shed. No so I met them. Pete needed, Pete needed a roommate at the time. Like the, Armando, this fucking savage fucking uh, homie from SD, legend, terrible legend. Love you, Mondo. Um, he, I think, moved out and then they needed a replacement. So they fucking asked me and I was like, fuck yes. Are you kidding me? Like cheap as shit. And I didn't want to move out of PB, but at the same time it was cheap and I had to do it. I was driving a eighties Dodge Omni with no license, no insurance. I didn't have a driver's license back then. I just bought it from my friend for 500 bucks and would drive it to work and shit. So you didn't moved even know in drive with stick. Pete? I moved in with Pete at hash camp in 99. I moved in with Pete, Sam, Al and Tim Tice, dude. Tim Tice is the shit. Wait, that was Portland. everybody in one house? In one house. No way. I didn't know you lived with all those dudes together. Yeah, together. That's when I first met them. Hits was a bully, a total bully. And I 
I remember him like smoke, he'll smoke the last of your weed and not say shit. And then, but I love the, he's my favorite of entire anybody ever. He's one of my, of my top fives for sure. Love and Sammy shout out. He would go to sleep, listen to Brujeria and fucking like fucking morbid angel. Or like, I don't even know, like just gnarly or just gnarly greater, like hell music before greater, but just like death metal and shit. I'm like, how the fuck is this guy sleeping with this music on? I just, you know what I mean? Like it was cool to experience these guys who are from the Midwest and I'm from PB. You know what I mean? It was really a dope experience. I remember there's still like a, I remember seeing a, Sam told me a story like there's a stain on the rug. It was like he dropped a turd, a hardened turd out of his pant leg or short leg, and it just dropped onto the fucking living room floor. And there was a stain there forever. Oh, man. What year was this around? I wasn't there that long. That house was there for a long time. I was only there for maybe a year. Claremont. Claremont. What year? That was 1999. Oh, I remember okay. correctly. Because I was just going through my high eight tapes. Like I just got finally after 20 years, I finally got like it all hooked up so I can fucking digitize my high eight tapes. And uh, dude, it's so cool. I went to the nude bowl in 1997. And that's the first time I ever saw Pete skate in person. And JFA was playing on the deck. It was like a big party. And I was I was wondering if you were living with them, maybe you were there. No, you know what's so funny, dude? <clears throat> the first, the second pool I ever skated in my entire life was the nude bowl. It was in good. In 1997. In 96, 96. Oh, really? This guy, Dave Terminator and Matt Dyke. And remember Matt Neely? Yeah. R.I.P. In the Bay, you better. Yeah, R.I.P. R.I.P., home. Big time. Um, look at that. Thanks, wifey. Ooh. Baby. Oh, baby. I got a little after Taking it mellow though. The following break was brought to you by the good people at Apex Recovery. That's right. Jimmy Cow's pro model, Apex Recovery. (laughs) Yeah, Jimmy Cow. Is that that real? Yeah, dude. So stoked. No way, dude. Fucking how bitch is that, dude? Uh That is what I'm talking about. We're going to do a giveaway. Jimmy's going to come on. He's moving right now, but we're going to have him on later. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. He's honestly, he's one of the best humans available on earth. He's sort of rad, dude. So talented, too. Mm. Um, wait, wait, wait. Back, what were we talking about? About Pete? Yeah. Uh, nude Bull. Oh, the Nude Bull. Yeah, dude. First, second pool I ever skated was, was the Nude Bull. And I went, this dude would skate that PB Bowl where I met Hits and Moeller and all those guys I was talking about from Shed and, and, uh, Navs and shit, and he offered me to go to skate pools one day and go to the New Bowl. I remember I brought my Tommy Guerrero. It was an original Tommy Guerrero. It was like it was, it was annihilated. I brought that thing out there, and we skated a, a black bottom in Escondido with Matt Neely. Um, like I said, oh yeah, GT Matt Neely, Dave Terminator, and Dave Rule, dude. And we camped out at Damn. the fucking. I was in high school, and my mom let me go. I remember I was stoked and. Uh, Matt passed like shortly after that. He was, dude, he was honestly stuck out to me. Him and GT as like my favorite dudes because he was so humble and cool and normal, down to earth guy and ripped with killer style. Fuck yeah, dude. I forget what the guy's name. <clears throat> oh, yeah, G Man. Uh, Hewitt and G Man oh. were just killing the pool. Oh my God. G Man was insane. G Man was such a radical skater, dude. Like, like just what you want to see in a backyard pool situation. Really a killer style, too. Mm. Um, Pete, though, you're saying about Pete, dude, he is 
epitome of nude bull too, man. Parts hit Smith grind near the hip, like right near the hip. Um, but Pete, man, to be honest, like I met him a little bit after, and I I will never forget this shit. This is the my best New Year's of my entire life at Jenny Craig's house. <laughs> started to hang with those guys a lot more, kind of. I kind of started infiltrating their circle, and they let me in. They let well, rather than they let me into their circle, and we uh not Jenny Craig from the day. diet, right? The diet, the diet lady. Winner.com. I remember when I did like t-ball and like like baseball as a kid, you drive over the hill to La Jolla. That's where all the rich fuckers were. And Jenny Craig built this gnarly mansion. And I always like saw it growing up. And then I had a chance to go there. 99, the 99, 2000 New Year's. Whoa. Um, all you can eat. <laughs> it, was actually her, it was actually her brother. I mean, her brother, her son. She let... She gave the mansion to her son, and like they were like trying to sell it or something, so it was empty pretty much. But he had this crazy party, man! Like every drug imaginable, trays Damn. of mushrooms, Dom Perignon, dude. Dom Perignon was being—I'd never seen a bottle of Dom Perignon. I didn't even know what the fuck. You know, I heard about it a little bit, but it was a crazy night. Like we all ate mushrooms. There was a built-in trampoline to the fucking ground, and I launched myself into the bushes. Like I saw it, just ran right out the fuckers, like ah! and it just got worked, man. But long story boring. Pete and I, like, we ended up at, on the beach. We ended up at Kenta's house, and then we ended up at 5 a.m. hopping over the Catamaran Hotel and stealing all these dried-up trees, Christmas trees, and put them on the bay walk right there near Nav's house and lit them all on fire. And we're, like, just going nuts around the fire, jumping over the fire. And then Pete fell into a bush with me, like, tackled me into a bush. And there happened to be, like, a beer in the bush that was, like – maybe like three sips left from who knows and from who knows when and Pete fucking drank it. Dude, just yak immediate. Oh man. Wait, whatever. Terrible story, but no, yeah, that's, a that's great when I first story. met Pete. I can't believe you went to an all you can eat new year's party at Jenny Craig's. That's fucking amazing. <laughs> all you can fucking eat drugs. Shit. <laughs> who would uh, you say are the top five servers of all time? Surfers? All I need are some tasty waves, cool buzz, and I'm fine. Yeah. Is is Nate is uh Nathan Fletcher in the top five? He's in everyone's top five. Yeah, but my top five is the, Nathan is like fucking god. He's so he's so cool and uh he's a gnar dude, he's a just a savage and comes from the, the higher the, the 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 bloodline of gods, you know. Royalty, so, right? Fletcher's yeah, pure pure royalty. Hoffman's and all that stuff, but um, this guy's pretty bitching. Who is he? This is a painting by Neil Martin Blender on cardboard. Oil on cardboard. With a touch of resin in the upper left corner. <laughs> <laughs> that would be Butch, Butch Van Artsdalen, but he's not one of my favorite servers. I'm not going to do an order, but I'm just going to say Phil Edwards... 100%. He's the, he had the very first pro skateboard model of all time and first surfboard model of all time. Mm -hmm. And I have his fucking surfboard up there. That's my, that's one of my, that's my uh, golden god surfboard is the Phil Edwards 1964 Hobie. Um, let's see. Skip Fry, 100% San Diego legend. Oh, yeah. Skip Fry. Hold on. Skip Fry. So I'm going to start pulling shit off. Skip Fry. Straight oh, to the Skip, skip Fry. Wow. That's a Greg and Cheryl board, it looks like. That's a Greg and Cheryl. Fiberflex GNS. But so number two, Skip Fry, uh, 
in no particular order. Number three, I love David Nueva, but I'm going to have to go with... The um, owner of the perfect wave, Kelly Slater. Uh, see, I'm like more old than Stylingtons. See, um, I love it because I only know like three surfers' names. <laughs> I always loved Kelly. I always loved Kelly, but like, I'm, I'm kind of focused on yeah. Nikki Dora. Ooh. And 10%. Motherfucking Dora. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's number three. All oh, like I said, no, but in no particular. And now I'm like, I'm see, I'm, I'm fully choking up right now because I like um, Lance Carson, no pants, Lance. That's four. And then, I mean, David Nueva is the shit. But I'm gonna have to go with. We'll go um, six. We'll do six. Danny Decola. Ooh, out of the Vista, California, recently moved to Oceanside. Yeah. Hangs out at Schmitty's Bar and Tavern Grill. Sometimes can be seen in the ditch with Sean Stewart. He's so fucking bitching. Damn. Yeah, also, hand crafts surfboards like a legend. That's a, a Danny DeCola shape? Yeah, that's one. I should have had my other one, actually. I should have had my other one that he just did for me. It's a fish. It's fucking gorgeous. The airbrush, it's so fucking rad. Danny's Big insanely talented Danny. and amazing Big love to Danny. Best surf skater, in my opinion. There's like gnarlier guys, I guess, but he's the best. Fun fact about Danny is he actually won a trivia question on a trip that I was involved with where I had to pay for a steak dinner. Danny DeCola steak dinner. Oh, mama. Ooh, <laughs> lights. Let's do this. Yeah. Hell no, yeah. I like it without lights. Let's go fireworks for the grand finale, too. I want fireworks over the trees. So that's five. I mean, I, I'm fully spacing because there's other... I mean, I know... Ah, man, I'm so bummed because I, I'm just fully choking right now. But whatever. I said my piece. I think there's one dude that you always talk about, but I, I can't remember his name. But I remember I went to that uh, Huntington Hotel and they had like surf museum and i sent you a photo and you're like dude that guy's the shit i forget his name god damn it dude i'm like i'm i'm fully melting down right now with my with my surf guys you know what i do like though i gotta say and fucking new blender i keep saying his name because he's one of my good friends but uh he found this when he was doing alien workshop in fucking ohio at a thrift shop oh. and that's that's paul bauer his name is Paul DeBauer, and he's the fucking shit. And that's Sunset Bowl. That's Sunset Beach, the bowl. And look how casual that motherfucker is, dude. It's like, what the fuck? And that board he's on is so prehistoric. Is that oh, whatever. Cool? It's a cool. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it reframed. Oh, okay, sick, dude. Is that called in the green room? He's pretty much cusping the green right there. He's cusping green rooming. All I know is green room and triple overhead and barreled or whatever. No, triple overhead and glassy. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I got I got I got barreled today and smashed. I surf, I've been serving every day over the last couple of days, the last three days at this place, this little secret spot with uh, my friend's dad, Lalo. Um, my friend Emilio's dad down here is the guy who I fucking met up with my family down here but he takes me to the spot it's fucking sketchy it's like shallow rocky reefy lots of fucking um urchins and fast it's just like a but it's exciting i love going fast so you know what are you gonna do cheers to you lalo thank you Holmes. The next question has been brought to you by our new sponsor at Big Apple. And they want to know, 
what are some of the top Big Apple restaurants? Oh, fuck. Let me just let me rifle off some real quick. Yeah, we're talking New York City in case you guys don't know what the Big Apple is. I have about nine years experience there living uh, eight, eight and a half. Um, Still 619 wife, area code, though. 858. <laughs> but I like 619 better, to be honest, because that's the original one. Yeah. Well, my wife, I'm not to be biased either, and I'm not even fucking around. My wife's Italian joint is the best Italian food I've fucking ever had in my entire life. Um, there's three of them, but I'd just say Aita, A-I-T-A, is the shit. It's in Fort Greene. No joke. Every time you go there, you won't, you'll be so hyped. And then the other one is La Rina, which is in, uh, I, I call it Clinton Hill, but I don't fucking know. It's on Clinton and Waverly or, no, I don't. Clinton and what? Whatever. It's off. It's off Clinton. Handmade pasta and and the best fucking shit ever. Um. So those are the Italian. That's one. I'm, I'm gonna count as one. Christy does not want talking Schmidt heads at her restaurant. <laughs> no, she does. She wants all heads. You kidding me? I fucking brought the whole cons team there. They fucking we were doing it up. I brought a couple different guys, a uh, crews there, and it's really good food. Mm. Um. Number two. Hands down, I mean, it's kind of high end, but it's fucking next level. It's called Saint Anselm. That's in Williamsburg on Metropolitan Avenue and Havemeyer. Uh, insane steaks and like just bitching American style food. And then across the street from there, I got to give it up to Commodore because Commodore has the fucking radish chicken sandos and cheeseburgers and drink specials. And the homie Pat works there and all the, all the homies work there. So. Hmm. Um, really good drinks, video games, amazing fucking hash browns, dope ass chicken biscuit sando. It's fucking banging, dude. It's like, and it's, and it's cheap uh, for New York standards. And then I'm going to take it sushi, which is a, all in the same kind of fucking zone, man. It's uh, about a block and a half away from my lady's salon. And it's about a block and a half from Commodore. It's called Bozu, B-O-Z-U. That is incredible. Sush. Have you ever been to Nobu? Nobu? No, I've heard of it on songs, I think, but I've never been there. Yeah, it's supposed to be the one. I I, I went there in Lanai for my 50th. Oh, dude. The one in New York is like Howard Stern goes there. Like every time he goes out to dinner, that's where he goes. Yeah, I've heard of it. I've never been there. I forgot you're on the fifth floor. But, and then uh, Tony okay, Farmer, number... like, where's most likely for Tony Farmer to be seen? What's that one called? Uh, it starts with a C and it ends with a Lems. Clems. No, not the bar, the the restaurant. It's like Charlie. Uh, it's a guy's name. Little, little Frankie's. Little Frankie's. <laughs> Absolutely. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. I don't think so. Winner, winner, sheen dinner. I don't fuck with that place, man. That's cool. Hey, big up to little Frankie. His his name's fucking Jacob. His name isn't Frankie, <laughs> but whatever. I I've been there a couple times. It's cool and all. It's overpriced and it's got it's good cool. bologna it's good. and mayonnaise it sandwiches. It ain't shit compared to my girls' restaurants. That's for damn sure. Dinosaur barbecues banging up in up Harlem Way, and then there's another barbecue joint. What was the spot we were going to? The barbecue joint it was next level. Well, Dinosaur Barbecue is amazing. So that's like four or five. I don't fucking know. And then Cheeky's, dude. Cheeky's has bitchin' sandwiches. You know, like, I'm kind of like restaurant style. So I just named them all. There's more, dude. There's so many fucking restaurants. That was one thing that my wife and I miss. We'll always miss, and I'll always miss. 
and love and appreciate about New York is the fucking food, dude. Like, fuck everything else except for well, the people are bitching and unique and aggressive and radical. That's why I love them too. Love and hate, you know. But the food there and the nightlife kind of type of vibe and just that it's changed a lot, but still it's it's bitching. But yeah, the food's so good there. Next level. What would you say about that one hipster spot? It's like called Weeds or something or Leaf. I think something Leaf. Oh, New Leaf. Oh, no. It's Five the, Leaves. Who owns Five it? Five Leaves. That, 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 that he, uh, the, the Heath, Heath Ledger? Not, not Heath part, but yeah, Ledger. Ah. He, was, he was a part owner in that. That place fucking goes, dude. It's, it's always too packed and, and too hipstered out. But honestly, it has my favorite of all time, the best Thai muscles you've ever fucking had like coconut milk like fucking cilantro that place is like, always crowded oh it's so good dude that place goes huh. for sure that's up there all right let's uh let's transfer into the world of lsd best oh. uh, best lsd story you got to take out lee sharon jesus christ man that's too many man I, you know i grew up eating a lot of that shit in high school uh I started actually in eighth grade a little bit, and then I got scared of that and pot, and I stopped my, I have two eighth grade diplomas. My mom, I was such a knucklehead, you know what I mean? That my mom was like, you fucked up, you barely passed, dude. Like, I'm taking you, like she was looking for secondary schools for me to go out of public schools into something different because I was such a fuck up. And like, she was gone all the time. My parents were divorced early and my mom was a San Diego city schools nurse for 30 years, RN. And so she wouldn't be home till like seven o'clock sometimes, you know, which left an hour, a five hour period of me to just go nuts, which I did. I took full advantage. Right. So she was, she's like, you're fucking not going there. And so whatever, she put me in a, a sub school. So I had two eighth grade diplomas. I started eating mushrooms and acid like right around that time because she would always be like at her boyfriend's house on the weekends. His name was Bernie. God rest the dead. He just passed away a week ago. Uh, Not God rest the dead, but Buddha, Buddha rest the dead. Um, Michael Davis, Corazon signs, rest the dead. But uh, we would call it weekend at Bernie's mm. because like she'd be out doing her thing and we'd just be partying and making like weed brownies and eating acid and shit in my house and, and PB. But um, I think the gnarliest, the best, it's hard. There's been so many, dude, like from eating it at school and getting, getting bird shitted on my head and was walking straight home from the bird shit, hitting my head straight home and frying and crying to like four hits of acid um, at Disneyland. Because me oh. and my friend Peter Jimenez, my friend Peter Jimenez was a huge influence in my life in skateboarding, huge. Like the main one, to be honest, was Peter Jimenez. Um, we all went 10 deep to Disneyland, two cars, and all ate acid. So I'd already done it before. I'd eaten acid at Disneyland and Magic I ate acid and mushrooms at Magic, Magic Mountain. That was a good one. But we're like, let's get a big crew together and go fucking Disneyland. to Disneyland. So yeah. I – oh, dude, especially, like, when you're in high school and you don't give a fuck about what people think about you. And you're, you know what I mean? You're only living for the moment. You don't care about anything. You just want to – experience this drug that you're fucking on and laugh your ass off with your homies um i ate and i ate how did i work i ate okay yeah you know what these were the cardboard hits they're like really thick and like double doses so i ate one hit 45 minutes before i got to disneyland to anaheim i remember planning i'm like i'm gonna do it because i don't want to like get there and wait i want to like, be on the shit right when i get there so i ate the one hit then and then i felt it coming on 
I was pretty seasoned at that time with acid and I was fine. I really wanted to test my mentality, my, my, my mental depths. And I fucking ate another one in line. I was with me, Alex Morales, my friend Morgan ham and a couple other, we had five dudes with us and um, maybe Albert, but I ate the other one in line for fucking this. It's a small world. And, um, by the time I remember being in, it's a small world, like in a little boat or whatever. That's a the fuck slow ride too. Totally, dude. And by the time I like got the last section, it was like, here we fucking go. Put your seatbelt on, boys. Man, that was gnarly because my friend Alex we were with doesn't really wasn't good with acid, and he had a bad trip, and every it ruined everyone's day. Basically, the cops were watching us. They fucking fall all this shit because he was like going crazy, and I was just trying. I was the mediator. And he was like trying to pull me into his bad trip. And I was like, hell no, dude. I'm fucking, I got it. I got a strong mind for this fucking acid shit. But uh, lots of melting and fucking, I remember buying his, uh, his like fucking apple candies and spitting them out of my mouth and it just like turned into like digital blobs and just go ahead and float and go down and just like the gnarliest. I've really fried super hard for like, I'm sure every, a lot of acid people have, you know? So, but I can't really explain. It's really, I feel good for, the way you perceive things, I guess, and look at stuff differently. And yeah, you know what I mean? Creative I really mind and what whatever. What about our boy, Justin Strubing? You guys have spent a lot Love of him. good times together. Is there one that sticks out as like, dude, this one time? I like green. I met Strubing um, going to trade shows, basically. Um, ASR trade shows in San Diego. I'd, I'd see him. I didn't know him, you know, at all, really. To be honest, I really met him um, on the very first road trip, I, skateboard trip I ever went on. This, could, yeah, skateworks. That's a sick one too, dude. Is that a Gons one? Yeah, but you met him at the ASR trade show, high I, on I, mescaline. I would, see him there. I, would, I would see him there. No, <laughs> I would see him there and fucking um, whatever. And then I okay. So basically, long story boring again. Neil Blender hooked me up on. 88 shoes right at the time i was riding for z or like 151 like navarrette was giving me like 151 boards and neil asked me to ride for red cross black label he gave me my first ad actually that was my second ad because i had my second ad was for red cross black label ad at, at donald oregon and i think you were there it was corpsey was there it was when the are you all right band came through Remember that? That's Wait, when I first met you. Was that when we met Gravette too? No, no, no. This was the RV with the Transworld video. Are you all right? With like Danger. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. No, that was that was earlier. Yeah, I was with I was with Lance and Neil. That was dude. Come on, I was honestly me as a kid too. I'm like twenty something years old, and I'm fucking on a road trip with goddamn Neil Blender and Lance Mountain and Peter Hewitt and Peter fucking Hewitt. Damn. I was like, okay. Why am I here and what am I doing? But it was one of the best trips of my entire life. Was Conklin with you? Conklin was definitely there. It was me and Ed Dominic. Thank you, Ed. Oh, Ed's so done so much for me in my life. I can't even. I can't even just begin to describe. I love Ed Dominic. Um, so Strubing, I met him through '88 because Neil hooked me up with '88 basically, and I'm not. I'm not. I couldn't make this shit up, dude. So they were planning on doing like a trip, right? And Neil didn't really want to go in the van with like all these fucking kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and he didn't know, like just locked in. He was like, fuck, dude, like you should go and I'll fucking go if you drive. I had a, I had a fucking 
91 Explorer at the time. Piece of shit. I was like, I got no fucking money, dude. I literally had like, I think 20 bucks, you know, and I was living at a spot that was 200 bucks a month. And Ed Dominic was paying my rent, basically letting me go to 88 Shoes and taking like giant boxes of shoes and dumping them right at Buffalo Exchange. And then I pay my rent. So, so I was like, I can't do it. I can't. I wish. I don't have no money for gas, this, that, and the third. And Navarro was like, we'll pitch in for gas. And Neil was like, let's, there was like a shuffleboard tournament in OB across the street from Navarrette's house at the time. I, I was hanging with Neil really tough at that point. And I kind of brought him down into OB and introduced him to the crew. Like we were skating with him at Claremont a lot, but like not hanging, you know what I mean? So I, I brought him down to fucking Nav's house and we like jammed and drank beers at OB at Tiny's bar. And then like there was a shuffleboard tournament at, at Tiny's bar and neil and i fucking i've never played shuffleboard and neither had he i had never played and we won the fucking tournament that night for, and we won 75 guess who we beat guess who we beat to fucking win 75 bucks because i was like dude i will go if um we win the shuffleboard tournament i have 75 bucks that could last me a week like for sure back then like i knew how to make that stretch that shit uh uh-huh. we beat hey you know the band sprung monkey <laughs> nope You know? <laughs> Good. Anyways, anybody who out there who does know that shit ass band, we beat those guys and they were crybabies about the whole thing. They were like shuffleboard pros and we fucking sucked when we beat them. Oh my god. So anyways, that, that trip is where I first met Strubing and we became a little closer. But a long-winded version, you know me, a tangent like a motherfucker, um, is my the main story, dude, is this. On an 88 trip, I had no right going on another trip. Like Ed, that's what I'm saying. Like Ed and these people like Lucero. They've sent me to Europe and places where I didn't deserve, like, who, it was like, okay, it was like this, 88 Tour, Christian Svitak, Justin Strubing, Alex Horn? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's a sick demo what? right there. So, and then, like, basically, like, we were, I think we were missing one, like, Melcher or someone. It was, like, the other part, like, Alfaro, Melcher, and um, I forgot, Gilly or whoever it was, was in like a different part of Europe and Lucero sent to whatever. So that trip to 88, the 88 trip, not, not, not the label one. Um, it was me, Svitak, Strubing. And like, that's when I first got down with Strubing. We were there for a month traveling um, Scandinavia, Sweden, Norway. We were supposed to go to Finland to do this demo, but it didn't book enough tickets or whatever. So we didn't go. I'm like, I'm, First of all, never skated a demo. Second of all, why would I ever skate a demo? I can make about three out of 48 tricks in a row. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> but I didn't care. I'm like, I was only on that shit because guarantee you the word of Neil Blender. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. I've always known that, but I'm lucky. I had, a, I had a little window. I took full advantage of that window. And on that trip, me and Justin were like roommates the entire time, sharing the fold-out beds and partying and smoking joints and shit. Like, that was when Strubing was smoking a little more. I think he was like in still, I think he was going with his like Spanish girl, his wife at the time. Uh-huh. I'm not sure if he was married at, the, at that point. But uh, after that trip, it was like deal, done deal, sealed, signed, sealed, deliver, best homies. You know, I'm not, but like really tight homies, you know, and it's been like that ever fucking since. He's the best. I love you, Justin Strubing. I fucking love you. I miss you. He's our roommate down here. He's been here more than any other guest, Strubing, and he's and he's always welcome. Doors always open for that fucker. Damn, that's sick. Yeah, Strubing's the shit. I just missed him up here. He came up, but he didn't come to the city. He was a uh, boulder. 
We found these the other day. My mom gave me years ago. Pretty nice, right? Yeah. It says Merry Christmas backwards. Merry Margarita, right? Oh, wait. It does. I didn't even know what it said. <laughs> wow. See? Burnt. I haven't, oh. Hey, I didn't even smoke this thing yet. Oh, burnt. Lee shite. You sent me like a whole laundry list of questions to ask you for the interview. You, you, you had it all like question and answer. And I think we were just going to read it to each other. But um, I didn't want to do that. But uh, one of the questions you sent me was gnarliest thing that you've ever seen. On a skateboard, Like right? Strubin, I think he's, he said, uh, what's his name? Uh, Tampa dude fucking doing the loop eating shit. Well, I know what the gnarliest thing you've ever seen is. It's the same thing that Lance Conklin said, but maybe we should keep it to, on a skateboard. No, no, yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, for sure, skateboarding. Um, woo! Well, I don't have the fucking oomph as like the, some of your other guests, you know, because I, I haven't been in it that long. But um, I'm gonna the gnarliest thing I've seen is I mean, fuck, honestly, dude, there's like three. I'm kind of my head right now. Anytime at Claremont or watching Neil Blender skate. And now another first impression with Neil Blender. It was at Claremont and he was skating and I thought, dude, who's this skinhead guy cruising around with his fucking weird, like wandering eye? I'm like, this guy's going <laughs> to fight one of us. I don't know who it's going to be. And then he turned out to be the mellowest guy ever. He was just like, he was just skating all hard and he just looked all crazy because he had a, like a skinhead and stuff. And I thought, dude, this guy looks gnarly, dude. What's he doing? And then he was like, yeah, dude, what's up? And like, he was just all mellow. I just met him at Seamont, I think. Yep. Got a little intimidated by his little weird, his eyes. Fucking on his head. Yeah. It's just, but then you're like, oh shit, it's just cranny. He has a drift initiative. He does have some drift initiative. <laughs> he is great though. Watching Neil Blender skate and launch and throw up frontside hand plants that last about four seconds, three and a half seconds, mm. like every time. And then his 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 sliding rolls for 35 blocks. I'm not kidding. He has the most stylistic, bitching, motherfucking sliding roll ever. And I know that's really highly contestable with, with, with Grossman, RIP, um, and some other heavy sliding rollers, Lance, obviously. But Neil, in my eyes, if you – see them right in the, around that time period 2004 he did them better than anyone has ever done them in life so just watching him skate i guess is one of the gnarliest things i've ever seen and then um peter hewitt skating almost anytime in pools and shit like that um I, i'm pretty kind of general because i don't have one single moment mm -hmm. um well i guess also jimmy jimmy the greek love you jimmy the greek oh. if you're out there listening to Talking Schmidt, um, skating Kelly Belmar's padless. First time I ever saw the dude or met him, and he had this crazy curly hair with gray in it. I thought he was like 50, and he was like 30. Yeah. And he was doing fall guys, frontside hand plant fakies at Kelly and jars and just, just skating really heavily. I'm sure there's maybe some more stuff, but I'd say that's what comes to mind. I don't want to go too Not a lot of people it. have done fall guys. I saw Drohobel do one at Crocker and uh, – that was like I mean, Lance has done them, Drahobel, not a lot of people. Lance has done the best, I think. Yeah. Winkowski. Oh, yeah. 
Eric can do that like a motherfucker, but Lance probably has the best one. Did you ever, were you there early enough to see the best Ollies in the biz on a vert ramp? Clairvoyance? Fuck no, dude. No. Speaking of clairvoyance, this guy? Yeah. Steve Clair. That's one of my favorite boys. Claire. Steve Clair. Not only is he. Does he have one of the raddest fucking frontside ollies? If not the raddest of all time, possibly the raddest, but he's one of the raddest, most subtle, humble human beings, man. Fucking talented, plays music, just a rad dude. Comedy like a motherfucker. Uh, Love you, Steve. Um, you did, you never got to I see never, him skate in person? I saw him skate once at Claremont. Um, after he had his accident, I mean, after all that shit happened, and where he was, I was his, his, his he had a hurt leg. Yeah. So I, I didn't get to skate in this prod, but it was a thing of mastery. Just watching photos. I mean, he'll I've got photos and stuff. I love Steve. I've been hanging with him a bunch. Every time I go to San Diego, I stay at Neil's house or my mom's. Basically, my mom's, my my mom's, Neil's, and Jake Doomy's and Ramona's like my three spots I stay. So whenever I'm at Neil's, Steve comes over. We we'll jam out hang out, drink C-minuses, and smoke spliffs. And he's a legend. I mean, come on. He's like OG Copenhagen smuggling hash back and his fucking skateboard trucks and getting busted and fucking just – and his like Jason Jesse says, the dude's got the coolest hair. I have no hair. His <laughs> hair has won wars. <laughs> now, everybody says Jason Jesse has the best ollies, and Jason says mm, Claire has the best Claire. ollies. Claire. My favorite frontside ollies – Jason, Steve Claire. You know what's fucked up? I mean, obviously, Jimmy fucking New Era. Ooh, Jimmy, Jimmy Wilkins. And, uh, and now he's got the best backside disaster of all time. It's about 18 feet high, and it takes about 0.49 millionth of a second to re-enter. It's insanity. It's so just unbelievable. Me and, me and Blender will just, like, go back and forth, and, like, we'll just all send – I haven't been on Instagram in, like, a year, but, like, when I was, like, we'd just go just back and forth with Jimmy Wilkins clips. Like, holy fucking – Shit, man. Thank you, Jimmy. Thank you. You know who's got a really good one? I mean, a lot of people, but um, Mark Gonzalez has such a cool-looking frontside fucking Ollie and Ollie disaster with his back, with his hand placement. And mm. honestly, his style is just fucking insane, dude. Yeah. I love those ones. So those are my favorite Ollies, I guess. That's some good. I like, I like Sam Hits' Ollies, too. Oh, Steve Bailey, dude, duh. What the fuck are you talking about? Cover. Steve fucking Bailey. Jesus and speaking of that, and he's he's from PB, and we went to the same high school together. Steve Bailey. Oh, sick. Neil Blender Art. No, no big way. i never seen that one. That's sick. Yeah, right. I dude, Jason gave me one of these. I had, I had two. Oh, Look really? at the guy skating. This one rips. Where's the guy skating? I'm going to yeah, that- get an avocado from him. <laughs> Damn, that's oh yeah, oh, dude. The guy with the dog. Anyways, yeah, I love that shit. Blender graphics is the shit. I got some uh, questions that we're gonna use on every interview this year. Like okay, like every guest is gonna answer this question, right? Which what's okay. the question you would like to have for every guest from every here on out? Favorite skate video. Favorite skate video. I think you, it should almost be favorite skate video that's not named the blind video. Because it seems like <laughs> everybody says video days. 
you know? <laughs> so it's like, Oh, you know what? Let's take that. Let's edit this entire like last 40 seconds out of the podcast. Favorite mushroom. Ooh, shiitake or hen of the woods. No, Chantrell. Oh, Chantrell. Ooh. All right, how about this? Favorite fucking favorite country. Okay. And why? Done. Favorite that's country and why? United States of America, because that's where I live, dog. You know what I'm saying? Red, white, and schmitty blue. I miss you. If you wanted to talk shit on the Dodgers because you live in San Francisco your whole life, I'd say worst Dodger ever, Steve Garvey. Damn you. He was a Padre, too. And I loved him when he was a Padre, you motherfucker. After dark, does Wi-Fi get crazy down there? Yeah, yeah. It just gets, I'm in the middle of nowhere, dude. I'm not like in a town, I'm in a fuck on the beach. You know what I'm saying? So like in the middle of nowhere, no towers, fucking no running water. Fucking, you have to be, have alheves, like, um, it's just like, I'm pretty much off the beaten track. So it's really sketchy. I'm really surprised we've had such good connection actually. Well, let's just do some real quick ones on our way out of here. Oh, you're, you're done with me already? Well, no, I thought that's what you were saying. We're good, baby. We're chilling. Oh, okay. So so the connection's fine. Have you worn a mask at all during this COVID times? Have you been wearing a mask? Fucking ain't right, dude. Are you fucking kidding me? I don't give a fuck. I'm not like COVID crazy, but I wear a mask 100% if I'm going in the stores. Respect other people too. You know what I'm saying? Like if they feel like that, they you know what I mean? Like I'm going to put my shit on like 100%. Down here, they're... It's hit and miss. Like in Bayarta, like 90% of people were wearing it, like religiously wearing masks everywhere. Like people were in front of the beach actually the other day were on the beach with their family wearing masks. It's like, good, all right, fucking A. Dude, do it, man. Like be safe because I don't even know what's going on with this thing. Real. It's, no one it, does. it's real. It's real in a way. I don't know to what extent and how or whatever, but I don't want to die. Well, now I have to live till at least 94 because I got to outlive Lasorda. Have you ever got mask acne? I've been getting mask knee, dude. I get breakout right in the nose from the fucking thing being on there. I've been hearing about it, dude, through people, but I don't, I don't get acne that often. I mean, never. I, I haven't either. had since high school. Kind of pisses. I haven't me got off. any. I'm trying to none. figure out. I think we could become like if we have to wear masks for another year, we could like make a good mask that would like actually be user friendly. It might like have my face on it. So people were really fuck with some people. Is it in the eighties every day or what? Now it's like set like mid to high seventies, but um, about a week and a half ago, dude, uh, for new year's homie, it was fucking 39 degrees in Bayarta, the coldest it's ever been. Whoa. And I was in a hoodie talking Schmidt. I was in my talking Schmidt crew, my talking Schmidt beanie. We're huge in Mexico. <laughs> And by art, that it was freezing, but now it's back to normal. Um, it's mel, it's really nice, dude. Like, and once once May, June comes or June comes, like, you don't want to be here. I mean, you do, but it's like so hot and humid, it's crazy. But okay. I'm stoked. What about Black Label days? Were you on the on Black Label with Cardiel and Joey Tershi? Shit, come on, I'm fucking. I told you that late in the game. Uh, I'm like fucking 2000 guy, sponsored guy. You know, I love Cardiel. I got on Black Label. Uh, I fucking Russ Adams, Chet Childress. Russ, yeah. Patrick Nagy. That was one of my best road trips of all time. Yeah, Nagy was there. Okay, so I got on through Neil. I was with fucking uh, 
Navarette was flowing me like old like boards through 151 when Dorfman bought it, and um, and that was like 2003 or two or three or something like that. And uh, I went to Sadlands. I went to Sadlands with fucking Blender, and we looked at the old the old place where they it's gone. You can't skate it, but they built a skate park there. So I went there with him and met up with Tom Meow and Russ Pope, and they're like team manager and brand manager of label at the time, and um, skated with them or whatever and on neil's word they're like do you want to ride for the label and we'll put you on red cross not black label you'll be on red cross i was like uh what <laughs> like oh steve fucking olsen christian has soy jeff grosso neil blender fucking jimmy duh, the Eric greek. Nash. uh no greek wasn't on there oh. Greek was on scum oh the only other the only other person on that team like that was non that was modern was me and fucking Chaz Panetta and that dude was so underrated. <laughs> Holy fuck, he was good. Damn, that guy was good. We made that guy drop in or ride in off uh, the Burnside fucking on Skate Rock. He pillar. It, yeah, it was dude. gnarly. He ate shit like long before. That's when he had moved to Portland. Kind of, um, yeah, was. Partying a lot, thing. partying a lot, but yeah, you got good kid. Love that, dude. Um, but yeah, I got hooked up basically those times around 2003. Rode for them. They sent me to Europe on the best. I think that may have been the best road trip I've ever been on in my life. Mm. Um, for a month to Europe. Who is the photographer? It was in Thrasher, Rhino, 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 and the big dog P Stone. Oh damn! P really? Yeah, dude. It was me, P Stone. How's this lineup right here? Me. The big dogs, the linebackers, P Stone and Rhino, John Ponce, Jason the Kid Adams, Chet Childress, and Ben Gilly. Wow. Was that, that was, you already knew Preston though, right? I knew P Stone, Rhino, and Ponce, and that was it. I'd never met Chet, Jason, or fucking Gilly. And that trip was, uh, fucking next level dude you don't even know i can't even like go into that. that's like an hour itself but yeah yeah that's that, that trip was insane we went to like we started we were france we we're england france switzerland italy spain we fucking nailed it on that trip dude it was crazy it's in, it's in one of stone's videos one of his early videos like brew a keg killer or brew or uh forgot what brew ray i forgot which one it was and it shows him in like the credits being he's covered in thrasher stickers had to face this whole body in a bedroom and in a hotel room. We did that to him. I did that to him, basically. We all we all did it. Yeah, he's been doing those antics for a long time, friends. Was kind of all time, maybe. Was for one moment of the whole trip. We don't even know where we are. It's like maybe Redmond, Oregon. I don't know some city in Oregon that has nothing except for right. a church and maybe a new skate park that we're looking for. And all of a sudden we get into the parking lot, we're lost and we're like, fuck it, let's just start catamaraning. And then the next thing you know, oh, the world's shit. best hall of meat happens. Dude, that's right, dude. That We were looking for that piece of dog ass <laughs> cattle hawk skate park. Yeah. And it was in the bottom of the fucking hill that we bombed. Right. We're like, this dude let's go i don't know what the fuck we were doing in that goddamn church parking lot but <laughs> it started i think i'm like juggling soccer balls or like just doing catamarans and me and stoney just like we're going into the bush like we're just trying to like gauge our weight and remember how to like get it going and the turns and shit and uh 
God, dude, that's classic. Uh, the photo we have of us, you filming in the background with the fish, and then like Jacola's there and Strubin. Um, that was a sick crew. Like Nuge was on that one. Dude, Bordeaux, I think, Josh Gordon. Was it Decola? Who who was it that almost hit the sign? Like they they fell and they had to like go sideways to like. That was Decola, dude. Peace don't film that fucker. Yeah. That was the best placement for Peace Stone to be too ever. That was. That was so, so good. bitching, dude. And like, then after Peastone just jumped through a bush because he he wanted oh, to eat it. shit too. <laughs> that dude, he's been doing that since I met him, dude, like twenty years ago, basically fucking diving through bushes and shit, just being radical. Oh man, that was that was a fucking highlight. Joe Brooke let us borrow Big Blue, and he didn't go because he got sick or something. But we were on Z Road with the Big Blue. Dude, that was insane. The whole crew, West, Jimmy Cow. Hey, dude, how's this? That was West. Also, the whole mafia, dude. West, Marius, Jimmy Cow, fucking um, Tyler Surrey, who's one of the most underrated ever. He's the shit. Yep. Tyler was doing kickflip backside lip slides on shit. Yeah. Quarter pipes. I was like, what the fuck? That was such a cool one. Mm. I was going to talk about stuff just quick, like, do you remember? Have you ever seen him give cross body checks? Oh yeah, he taught me those. I was, it was me, him, and Hewitt in the alleyway of San Francisco, and he's like, "Schmitty, stand up against th- there are those doors that you roll up." Roll gates. Yeah, the, the roll, roll gates. gates. He's like, "Stand up against there." And I was like, "Huh? Okay." So I stood up there, and he just ran and did the full body cross like a pro wrestler. Wham! Right into there, makes the loudest noise, but you're all right. Oh. And then we were just For on sure, it all right. night. Oh, yeah. Dude, he did that the last night of that trip. Basically, we were in Spain. We hooked up with Jose Noro. Fucking love that dude. Legend of all Pio, Pio, fucking venga, that, venga. Fucking chaval, joder. And he fucking, we were like just raging at this bar late till late night. And um, Stone doesn't give a fuck. It's just reactionary for him. It just comes in, boom. And then he's like, cross by a check, Granny. Come on, cross by a check. Uh-huh. And like, but. Right next to Noro's best friends, like one of his good buddies' bar, and did Noro got launched for about a month from that place after that night because Stone was just cross body checking like a motherfucker. You know how loud that shit, dude. Late night Spain, like they're not, you know, that's not some shit they're like into. But yeah, he was fun as fuck, dude. Listen, absolutely, same, same, same. Ah. Uh. The other thing I wanted to mention, I don't really have a segue for it, but like it was just Christmas. And uh, we we jokingly say 2015 was one of our favorite years, uh, but it's no joke. It was definitely one of my favorite years. The uh, camaraderie, the friendship and like the strength and bonding of the times that me, you and JJ had were so sick that year. And just doing that... um, web series that we did and stuff uh was fucking all time for me it was like you get to do this for we're gonna pay you to do this and hang out with these guys and just create whatever you want and edit it in the middle of the night on josh 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 red wine kira and josh you know the christmas lights in Monterey. Yeah, we just went there again. This year was pretty good. There was insane. There was like the dubstep shit going on. And I split my chin open trying to do the fucking dolphin. <laughs> when you were filming. Uh, yeah. Those times were really, we met, we met Zerosh's uncle who didn't take kindly to us. Ooh, um, yep. 
Man, those that? times, 2014, 15, I feel like those like we were doing so much rad shit, like mm. meeting up with fucking Lance out at fucking that that ball oh, with yeah. fucking um, Kurt. I can't believe that one, man. That dude was so fucking bitching. Kurt. Wow. Big loss there. 2020 sucks my ass direct. Yeah. It's been rough. Yeah, those are those are great years. Bros were the days, man. Dude, blowing up mayonnaise. Come on. We, say, dude, we, we bought two of the biggest mayonnaise containers you could buy. Just blew them up. <laughs> Pumpkin. Ten gallons packed. Hey, honestly, dude, think about that real quick. In the history of life itself, how many people, if not many, maybe just us, have filled 10 gallons of mayonnaise into a TV and blew it up with a half a stick of dynamite? Mm -hmm. Fuck. <laughs> a lot of people was, would be scared. That's for sure. I remember. I'm thankful. I'm thankful like a motherfucker for those times, man. Um, and for those dudes giving us the opportunity to do that. But remember when dudes. we blew the um, pumpkins up, Jason put a, uh, I think it was quarter stick, whatever, some type of stick of dynamite in the pumpkins, blew it up. And Rob Collins was like so scared. He, I think he went to like uh, Monterey. He was like just running like, ah! <laughs> hey man, it's nothing but excitement with JJ. He's the fucking best ever. I fucking miss him. I love him mm. so fucking much. And it's always, there's never a dull moment. He's a talking goddamn sweetheart. And most hospitable dude ever known dude i honestly like him and nb are like tops and like i've never laughed harder with anybody but them in my fucking entire life including like when you first start doing acid and you start just crying kind of like that you can i got to those levels with those two dudes right but um yeah. i've had honestly like um i love him man i just i love i love you too i've had so many fucking good times with you guys man like just fortunate to have had those years. And What's up with the uh, 2021? You guys, are you guys like, do you have plans? Do you have anything on the horizon that you're like, are we, are you in pause mode? Like kind of, I'm in pause mode mostly. The only option for me, which I have to travel is back to California, which is kind of sketchy in itself. Cause California, the fucking supposedly, I don't know what they're saying on the media is that it's super fucking heavy, kind of heavy COVID shit going on. Um, but at the same time, like I said, I'll wear my mask and stay fucking cool as I can. Yeah. You know, like mellow style, easy style. I know Pat Duffy. Um, <laughs> that's a West quote right there. But I, I, I'm gonna, I have to travel back to fucking help my mom do some stuff at the house in San Diego because, I, like I said, my, my stepfather passed and my uncle passed all in the same week. So I got to jam back there, um, help my mom with some stuff at her house, and then I'm going to come fly back. I'm, going, I'm flying to TJ and then from – then go fly back to TJ from here to here. Sorry. And then I'm going to drive back with my wife, San Diego, kick it at my mom's for like three weeks, who knows, two weeks or something like that. And then drive up to Northern California and help my aunt with her stuff that she's got to do to help sell her house and get all her stuff in order with, cause her husband, Pat, or yeah, her husband passed too. So um, that's the only traveling I got going on from there. And then, um, I've been just posted here in Mex, man, surfing as much as possible. We have a really good swell right now <laughs> for yeah, like two fucking weeks. I'm fucking hyped now. Kick it around here. We're re renting the shit out of my house. So probably the only traveling we'll do will we'll, we'll be in Mexico. And then, like, we do our research with shit to where we're not trying to, like, go to gnarly 
red zones, as they say. But same time, like we're pretty safe. We don't really kick it with people. So. All right. Well, we're going to Mexico. I'm going to send me that link to the rental uh, info. I can't wait for you to come down. You and Cheryl, man. Are you kidding me? Come on. We're yeah. going to have the best zones. Like, get you up on some more waves. We got to get Necesito vaccination, way. Necesitas tostadas de ceviche, way. Tú sabes que vaccination igual vacaciones. Ay, los dos, compa. Sí, güey. Yo tengo, Esta necesito es. y tengo hambre. You get, you've been watching ATV? Got any good shows? Anything cool? Uh, my lady's watching The Bachelor right now. Ooh. It's nice. I'm, I'm seeing it through the window. I'm missing out. What's his name? Mighty. What's the bachelor's name? Matt. He skates, too, with the full skates, and he lives in New York. Sick. Matt McGinley? That rules. I saw him snap Ollie. It's funny. Heavy duty. Well, I got I got this show, dude. Dave. It's all about Dave. Little Dicky, man. Little Dicky. That's right. You. That's right. I don't know how I even Remember? found it. I just came upon it, and it's been fucking cracking me up, dude. I like it. I saw that. I was like, that looks... Like someone, I, I recognize that guy. Huh. And you were like said, right name Little Dicky. I was like, oh, I've seen that fool all over like Vlad TV and world, like whatever. He's like a, he's a known fucking rapper, which is fucking funny. Let me take a quick leak. Me too. Hey, it's Matt D at DLX Skate Shop, 1831 Market at Guerrero, as in Tommy. Come see us. Real, Antihero, Crooked, Thunder, Venture, Spitfire. We're here every day of the week except the big holidays. We've got a curb and we've got smiles on our faces. Come let us get you stoked. First Impression with Wes Kramer. So, my first impression of Alex Senator Cranston Horn goes back to the first time I met him. It was, uh, I think when I was 17, I was at Paradox. We're hanging out, and Cranny just got back from a trip to Japan, where he smoked his collarbone, broke it off, and he was talking about the trip, and he was telling us how he ended up smuggling a quarter of weed out there. Good man. Taped it to his ball sack, pretty much. And then, yeah, I was talking, talking about P.I., and yeah, pretty much that was my first impression. <laughs> Dude, what light does the pool have to be to enter? Huh. What's what's the best takeout food you have in the neighbor in your city? Takeout? <laughs> Is there? Dude, well, my, I mean, in the city is, here's the thing, I live in a little, little tiny town with like one restaurant, or now there's two, but there's like little things, there's actually a third one, but it's like really small, not much going on, but there's these tacos, the birria, uh -huh. birria tacos, like, it's just like this shit they soak, it's just like, they're, it's like fucking carne, they soak in the juices and shit forever, and just, they shred it, basically, it sits there, it's, they eat it for breakfast. It is the best, but I, I'll take that home. Usually I eat it 
at the spot forever. But I mean, shit, takeout, there ain't, you don't do that. You know, you sit down and eat, you make your own food or go to the tacos, the taco fucking carritos or, um, I think take home shit, K5 killing me. Uh, this is like a surf bar type of thing. They call it a surf bar. It's stupid to say that, but huh. kilometer five has really dope pizza and tacos de cochinita. Is it like Italian pizza or Mexican pizza? No, it's straight Italian brick. It's brick oven. It's banging, dude. And it's a fucking large ass pizza. Super good with shrimp, fucking bacon, cilantro, red onions, oh, garlic, way. whatever you want for 10 bucks, dude. 10 bucks. Okay. All right. Here's the, really cheap. Here's the grand finale, kids. Ready? Your good yep. friend is going on a honeymoon. He doesn't have a huge expense budget, but he wants to treat himself. Where does he go? Damn. I don't I think I can afford that. Turks and Caicos or uh, Bora Bora. I know I can afford uh, Hawaii, but maybe something in between. I don't know. I'm trying to think. That's a tough one for me. Do right I go now, Maldives or Greece? Oh, uh, uh, let me just tell you this much. Maldives is way out. We did that luckily and because my lady was just... Skip Maldives? At the same point. Fuck that. Greece. Um, it's one of my favorite places I've ever been, like, travel-wise. Not like skate and shit, but... I, but like, it's gorgeous. You can and you can find some dope spots if you. I can help you with the research all day. My chick, dude, she's the king sleuth of all that shit. So, is Greece I, and Rome a good is, combo? Dude, tell me. I think your girl would love. Has she ever been there? I don't think so. Dude, Greece, check. Walk into my plan, and you're gonna win, win, win. And winning. Like well, you track. know what John Travolta said, right? What? Greece is the word. You did not say that. Yeah, he did. I found my problems and I fold away. Personality belongs to yesterday. is the word actually that's the bgs and their new documentary hey. is on fire babe are you shitting me okay <laughs> send me hey you gotta send me some stuff to watch i asked you that texted you the other night and um bgs documentary thin lizzie's about to come out i'm watching dave right now i love um season three of the crown is scaring me but i'm gonna enter it anyway and uh <laughs> what else do we got wow, oh the crown you're watching Brown, huh? or no, your honor with the guy from Breaking Bad is pretty rad. Oh, Brian Cranston, Brian Cranston, and then uh, always, always good is uh, Saul, the Saul show, dude. Better call Saul. I, I kind of Saul. faded off after the first three seasons. I started with the fourth, I think, or the third. I, I, I kind of faded off, but that is such a damn good show. I hey, faded um, off a of real world when Puck lost when they kicked <laughs> Puck off. <laughs> Let's do show and tell. Let's do show and tell. For the YouTube audience, we're going to do some visuals right now. And you might want to take just a half a dose of ongo with a little splice of acido <laughs> with 
un poquito tequilito. ¿Tú sabes qué? Shout out. Vámonos, güey. So, cabrón. Vamos a ver. Vamos a ver. I fucking love Neil and he's been so close to me for 20 years now almost. And no, yeah, like 18 years or something like that. Maybe a little more, but um and fucking I've been fortunate enough to get a bunch of this like rat a lot of uh, some of his stuff, but I love this board a lot. It's like a flower guy. Oh, it's a heated wheel board. It says heated wheel there somewhere. Man, that's right sick. I got a Red Lobster and, uh, gift card. But this board, oh. was, I skated the shit out of it. Um, nice. He shot photos for a fucking, well, he wanted to do a fucking uh, heated wheel thing, but it never worked out. Who cares? But I love this one, too. I got my own Montel incense, C's. my incense sponsor. <laughs> F and Relax. Yes. Love that. That's a blender, a little personal thing that just he, it was weird. I, I, he just did it for me out of nowhere, which Damn, is pretty nice of him. Lucky. Right thing. Um, so that's a weird, creepy guy. I got a Go, GoPro 9. <laughs> Here's the backside of that bastard. Uh, that's a, holy looks shit. Like, wait, wait, wait. wait let me scroll up a little. Yeah, right there. Uh, let me see up more. No, uh, yeah. Oh, damn. What is that? They're in a, in a pool? Well, that's a dude diving into a pool with a cat in his hands, I believe. Oh, uh, I didn't even yeah. see that part. Sick. And then, like, that, I believe, is Lance doing a channel frontside hand plant. Dude, what the pretty fuck? Neat. And then this is pretty cool. It's like a finger flip, lean to tail, it looks like. That? Kind of bitch. I'll course. buy it off you. Right now. 100 bucks. 14K. I'll, I'll buy it off you for a GoPro 9. I'll trade you for this collector's item sticker. I remember those fuckers. <laughs> Old corpsey. Old corpsey. That's fucking cancer. Fucking Dan. I miss Dan. Yeah. Top five. This is one of his personal boards he wrote. I remember at Claremont. And then I somehow, dude, he throws boards away like fucking, fucking wildfire, dude. Yeah. So I just, look, Vox, dude. Those are Vox days. It's sick, though. This little chipmunk bastard. That's amazing, Hello. dude. That's so Hello. sick. Look in good condition. What's that one? You know the one Jason has? And on the grip tape, it says... The world, and with the face says R.I.P. to the world. That's his gnarly one. That's the faces board, and then the grip tape has the paint pen on it. And yeah, it says, I think he used it at uh, Tahoe, Terra at Tahoe. Yeah, exactly. That it's too. like time yeah, to get nice, that. maybe, or something like that. Here comes the nice. Here comes the nice. Yes. So good. This board's pretty neat. One of my top five skaters of all time, Wade Spare. Neil Blender graphic. That's amazing. I think I'm going to have one of those soon. <laughs> no, you're not. <laughs> I think I got one of those coming. <laughs> and then we got this fucker coming in hot. Jason Jesse. Yes, please. What the fuck? Leo model driven in. Things bad to the fucking bone. Well, I never Love seen that, that one. Thing. Damn. My other top five, another top top five, six, top five for sure. Samuel J. Ooh, Hitman. Stevenson, the third Von Larbsky. Sick. The best. Dude, I'm gonna do I a podcast with Sam Steve. in his garage and have him do a show and tell. Yeah, oh, dude, he's got the heat. Yeah. I'm just 
Guys broke these out last minute. There's another blender board that I really like when I wrote for Red Cross. I had so many of these boards, man. I ended up selling them for rent. You know what I mean? Like I had just brand new ones. It sucks because Dave Swift gave me this one. It's one he rode forever. And I, well, not forever. He rode for a little bit. Obviously, not, it's not that big. Damn, that's uh, really cool. Pretty cool. All right, I'm just done. Yeah, whatever. This one's, you know, I think my bro sent me this one. That guy, JJ. Love this board. Ooh. Last thing. Special. <laughs> <laughs> huge on that is it Pick huge that down there no I just you know what I have my ace ashtray here you ever seen this ace ashtray mm, it's fucking nice no what that's amazing so it looks like the combi combi it is it's really nice I'll have to get cool some more too. stuff to, sh to have like I got oh I got this Jeremy Fish's last Tim McKinney graphic. Uh, oh, that's right. And that was cool on that board, man. I saw that. Yeah, your, we're, uh, catalog. We, we're, we, the boards are in the mail. They should be here any minute. Because I, I don't really read. But when I do, it's always, hello, hi, why, hi, hi, hello, hi, hello, hi. What just happened? Or am I here? Here comes the nice. When I don't read, when I read, it's always Walker Ryan, the top of Mason. What? He wrote a book? Yeah. Yeah, Walker. When I read, I read this it's usually. In, it's in San Francisco. What the fuck? The Four Noble Truths? Oh, Dalai Lama. I heard he's pretty smart. JJ gave this to me. It's pretty smart. Nice. It smarts. You get punched. You get, hey, you get whacked in the nose. It smarts. Oh, hey, I got, I got another one. Handcrafted by Daniel Drove. That's fucking cancer. Lucky. Fucking Dan. Yeah, Handcrafted. that's nice. Daniel yeah, Woodward. Dude, he's doing he, some good stuff. Man. I got one. The box set. The box set, Lee Perry, the upsetters. <laughs> huge, huge. What's this one? What once was and never shall be. Arctic. Shout out news, shout out Figgy, shout out Fetch. Shout out, shout out. Shiner gold, when all your hair needs gold. <laughs> about all i got i think let's what song you want to run should we do jorge nukes no i was saying chalino sanchez um i'm going with well i like chalino sanchez he's from mexico he's sick corridos guy not from corridos he's dead but they killed him they, yeah they killed him but i'm gonna go with um tony brutus water pistol sick fucking reggae Roots, uh, New York. I want to touch on something before we go. Okay. I just want to give a shout out. I like shout outs. I want to give a shout out to David Gravett. Shout out. For one of my favorites. Always being himself. First of all, a good kid, super talent, mega talent, one a unique human. And for letting me fucking rack up 300 bucks on his phone that time in fucking Europe or Australia, where the fuck we were. I think it was Europe, but 
He mentioned that. Yeah, I was, I was going through some shit, whatever, <laughs> at the time. And I didn't realize that every time I called, it would charge you. And I should have, I think I gave you like fucking, oh, yeah, I wrote you a check. That's right. How dare I do that? I wrote it with all intentions of it clearing, but I guess it didn't. And I'm sorry. But yeah, big shout out to, to Grabs. You're fucking a, a good homie for life and hope you're well. Currently on the Creech, shooting for oh, the yeah. thrash. Huge, huge. Well, 25 years of Darren Navarrete, and uh, they're doing a full documentary. I hope th- I hope they reach out to you and ask you about the early years. Cause, uh, Are you serious? Yeah, man. Uh, Lanny That's just hit me. It is 25 years, too. I'm like, damn it, dude, that was 95. Dude, 95, I met him right then, pretty much. Yeah. And 96, 95, 96. That was 25 years ago. Holy shit, yeah. See, he was a huge... I looked up to him a lot and like uh, he was one of my favorite skaters when I was a kid. You know what I mean? Like I really still do dig the fuck out of his, he's like, he's got really great style. He's gnarly as fuck. I owe, I owe a lot to him. I told Lanny, I was like, um, I was there when he uh, did the backside air with the, uh, in Vegas. That's called a cover kids for the thrash. That is. I remember when that came out. Cause I, that's the time with the bullet board. And that's the time. When he was helping me out with, I think, 151 at that time, he was giving me some boards right before it went to Dorfman or right around that time. I don't remember 100%, but thanks to Naz for always helping me. He got me involved with NHS. He got me involved. He got me all my shit basically through NHS. Guaranteed that was all to Naz. And if, that was all thanks to Naz. If they want to hear more stories that you won't hear in the documentary, just tune in to Talking Schmidt. We'll talk about him throwing up blood on Orcas Island, staying up all night, chasing deer into the water with P-Stone, Dog Boy passed out under bushes, and many more stories. I was there for that Dog Boy in the Bushes one. That was when Perkins broke his ankle and hiked it. It was crazy, man. Well, big love, babe. I hope I see you sooner than yesterday. Me as well. Big love to you. Love you. Miss you very much. Thanks for taking the time to do this with me and having me on your show. Big love. Thanks for sending me all your thanks for sending me all your talking Schmidt gear. I rock it fucking relentlessly, and I try to push it on my friends who own shops and everybody out there should probably take a look at uh, Schmidt's catalog. It's got some really dope shit. Did I give you a mug? Bomb right there. Did you get a mug? No, but I'll get one when I see you. I'll, I can't send them soon. to you, I don't think. Yeah, I'll have to give it to you in person. Even better. Hey, you can fucking drop one off to me in person at Blue Plate in the Mission District. This is about a good time for a drop. Drop. Hey, it's Corey at Blue Plate, 3218 Mission Street. Come see us. Meatloaf, fried chicken, deviled eggs, Dollar Olympia beers. We're here every day of the week. We got a garden and we got smiles on our faces. Come let us make you happy. Hell yeah. All right. Well, I can actually officially start season three of Talking Schmidt now. We have got our first episode. We went Alex Horn 01, Alex Horn 101. 101. Nodis was not available, so we went straight to Alex Horn. Ladies and gentlemen, that's a wrap. Thanks for tuning in. As always, we appreciate your comments, your reviews, and your money. So buy all my shit. Peace out and vaya con Dios. Hasta la vista, baby.
¡Ánimo pues! I went for a walk in Central Park in the city of New York To criminal want to take away my color had to reach for my water pistol
I went for a walk in Central Park in the city of New York. To criminal, want to take away my girl, I had to reach for my water pistol. Reach for the water pistol.
Thank you for listening to another episode of Talking Schmidt. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Anchor, Spotify, or anywhere you get your podcasts. When you subscribe, you'll get notifications every Tuesday of new episodes the minute they become available. Also, please leave reviews and a five-star rating. It's the best way to help the show grow. All of the episodes will always remain free, but if you would like to help support the show, you can do so at TalkingSchmidt.com, where you can pick up some merchandise like t-shirts, beanies, hats, and stickers. The website has an entire archive of all of the episodes, with extra photos and videos. Email us with any suggestions, comments, or ways that the show may have improved your life at TalkingSchmidt at gmail.com. All interviews are conducted, edited, and produced by Schmitty. The intro music is Mary's Cross by the band Nature. A very special shout-out goes to the executive director, Cheryl Camisa. This is Talking Schmidt, where the Rolodex is deep, but the conversation is deeper.